everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome back to Inside the Genie's Lamp. I don't even know what we're talking about, but by the time that this podcast episode has come out, you would already see the title and know what we're going to be talking about. I've got Laura. Hello. There we go. Jesus, give me four seconds of looking like an idiot. <laughs> I didn't know whether you were going to say something after that, so I was like, wait, wait. He's going to say something six minutes later. Oh, any minute now. <laughs> Dude, I look like one of those clowns at the carnival. Today, I want to talk about something that's popped up uh, from a few people that I've been chatting with, in particular for people that are inquiring about the transformation program. Um, I'm going to move you over there. There we go. Um, People that are inquiring about the transformation program, and then some people also in the comments section of TikTok as well, because that's where I have a lot of conversations. Um, A lot of people are focusing on the wrong shit is just plain and simple. For example, if you set the goal of losing 10 kilos, nothing happens. You set the goal of losing 10 kilos, but then what do you have to do from there in order to hit that 10 kilo weight loss? You have to set other goals that you have to complete or other things that you have to do on the way to that goal of losing that 10 kilos. Lilo's gone off in the background. (laughs) (laughs) You have to set other goals in order to do that. So you're focusing on that lagging indicator of if I do A, B, C, D, that should equate to weight loss. But a lot of people are focusing on the end result. For example, I want to lose the 10 kilos or I want to make $100,000 or I want to do all of this. There are steps that you have to put in place to be able to hit that mark or that goal if this is making any sense. And Give, give me an example. For example... Um, spoke to a client recently, I'll run through this one, spoke to a client recently or an ex-client, I should say, who was interested in doing the ongoing program. Um, of course, ended up helping her way too much. And now she doesn't need to do the program in one call. Look at me go fucking wizard, um, or genie because Tennille has the, the wizard title. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we were on the call and I was like, what is your biggest problem that you are facing at the moment? And she essentially brought up time and money doesn't have enough time, doesn't have enough money. In terms of time, we can't do anything about getting more time. The good thing is we can't do anything about having less time either. We're all like, yes, we do all have the same 24 hours, but how we fill up that 24 hours is a hell of a lot different for everybody based on life and responsibilities. The thing for her was I want to do all these things, but I can't do it because I wake up, I go to work, I come back, it's almost dark, and then I'm too tired to take the dog for the walk, and then I don't have enough time to get to the gym and then also spend with my partner, and then it feels like it's just dinner in bed, and that feels crap. But I want to lose weight and do these things. I was like, cool. Uh, the That was the time one, first off. And then the money was we can't really do much about money other than A, getting a pay rise, B, getting a new job, and C, doing a side hustle. Sounds like she's about to do the side hustle because I've brought up some decent 
things that she could do. And she was like, fuck yeah, that actually sounds pretty good. Um, so that's exciting. Um, the fitness genie enterprise <laughs> sponsoring <laughs> side hustles. That's our new business. <laughs> You've um, you really set her up. She's not coming back, is she? <laughs> no, no, she's gone forever. Um, <laughs> I gave her a side hustle, fixed her issues. How much is that? Don't worry about well it. Done, yeah. <laughs> As per usual. Um, but yeah, gave her the options for what she can do for money. And then in terms of time, it was okay, well, if we're not going to have more time, where can we make more time? Could you, for example, if you want to get your steps up and be more active and also take the dog for a walk and have more time for your partner, could you get up 30, 40 minutes earlier and take the dog for a walk in the morning? Yeah. Cool. So we've just created uh, pretty much a morning routine. She's going to be getting up. She's going to be doing that thing. She's going to have the same thing to do every morning and it's going to wake up earlier circadian rhythm is hopefully going to kick in and then her body clock is just naturally going to want to start waking up at that time. So then we've got extra time in the morning and it's only 30, 40 minutes. Like it fucking sucks getting out of bed at the moment because of winter. But apart from that, um, we've also, by doing that, not only have we done the steps, done the right thing for the dog and then also getting up earlier so that perhaps if the dog doesn't want to go for a walk or you don't need to take the dog for a walk, you could go to the gym or you could just go for a walk by yourself that's already ticking off a hell of a lot of goals and we haven't even worried about okay like yeah it sucks you don't have time and money but those two things time and money that wasn't her problem that wasn't the reason that we were on the phone and that wasn't the reason that she wanted to do programming those were her biggest problems that she was coming up with but the time wasn't an issue because the reason that she the reason she wasn't taking action on the phrase, I know what I need to do, but I just don't do it, was because she knew too much. Was because, not like some sort of secret society, going to like assassinate her because she knows too much. But in the fact of she was overwhelmed, she was stressed, and there was too much to do. And because there was too much to do, she was like, well, if I had more money, I could outsource all of this stuff and it would be solved. If I had more time, I would be able to do these things. So the time and money that were her two biggest problems initially are actually just a byproduct of what the actual problem was, which was you're too overwhelmed and you're not taking action. So, so, how can so we her being her being overwhelmed meant that she couldn't make sense of her situation and she couldn't put a plan together. Is that what you're saying? I'm going to say yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm not confident in that answer. But <laughs> hey, whatever the, you thought whatever went down it worked so <laughs> yeah the and i suppose like from what i said at the start of it's more the people are focusing on the wrong things of like yes you do need to get better goals because a lot of people have really shit goals which i think i'll run through today as well if we have time but people are focusing on the wrong problem areas they're focusing on the wrong i suppose strength areas as well but because we're humans, we're going to find something that's wrong. We're going to find a pattern and then we're going to fixate on that. But it was just interesting how we came into that call to be like, how can I help? And she's like, you probably can't because time and money are completely fucked. And that wasn't even the thing that she was really struggling with. And a lot of people that are coming in as well, uh, I'm noticing it's like, I want to lose 10 kilos. Cool. Not so much as like 10 kilos, but it's the easiest example I can give. It's I want to lose weight cool, what else do you want? Uh, you know, I'd like to feel better in my body. 
you know, I'd like to be more confident. I'd like to put the habits in place. All of these things that like, I'd like to do, I'd like to do, as opposed to the weight loss, it's like, I need to lose weight. It's like, well, do you need to lose weight or would you like to lose weight? Do you need to get your sleep sorted? Do you need to have like a better relationship with yourself? I feel like there's just, there is a 180 on what people are focusing on versus what they actually need to focus on, if this is making any sense. So um, you're saying <laughs> that they're coming to you saying, I want to lose weight, or I think this is what I need, whereas that's not necessarily the issue that they need to work on. Yes. There yes. we go. I'm way more confident saying yes to that. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing well. No, I am. I am understanding you, but it's good. Like, I guess for listeners, if they didn't quite understand that, to like say it in a different way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot. And to be honest, weight loss, there's always something else going on, and people don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's um, a lady that signed up for the transformation program like an hour ago. Um by the time people listening to this like three weeks ago but someone that signed up an hour ago it was logically everything was pretty sound it's like i'm eating decently i'm doing this i'm doing that i go to the gym everything at a base level was like you're doing pretty good mm. but emotionally there was like i know something is wrong and i don't know what it is and i can't be bothered trying to sort this out insert overwhelm and stress and also just not super clear yeah on what the problem is. So mm -hmm. she signed up literally to get clarity over what her problem is and then to fix it in order to get to where we need to go. There's a lot of people on the call initially where I'm like, this is your actual problem. The things that you're focusing on are byproducts of what this big problem is. So if we can get rid of that, six excuses or reasons that you just gave me there for not doing stuff, they're gonna disappear by focusing on this one or two things. But for this lady, it was quite literally even I don't know what the problem is right now because I don't have heaps of context, but I know that if I can get that because of the things that we were talking about on the call, if I can get that context and get that clarity over what is going on with the binge restrict cycle, I know that I can help and I know that I'm going to fix that issue. But we signed up to get clarity on what the problem was to then go fix it. So mm -hmm. logically everything was there, but emotionally there was just not a super clear vision on what we needed to do to move forward or what we even wanted it we knew that we wanted to lose weight but in terms of what was holding you back i don't know we don't know what it was so i mean i have an idea as to what it was but there's a, a mental emotional blocker in there somewhere but i'm not going to touch on that just yet <laughs> well no you're, you're just starting to work with her right yeah yeah signed up an hour ago <laughs> All right, well, she'll find out yeah. soon and then we'll find yeah. out. <laughs> exactly. Stay tuned for this podcast. We will give you an update. <laughs> Part two coming soon. <laughs> but yeah, like, do you have any clients that, or just like any sort of past experiences where people are like, hey, I want you to fix this thing for me. And you go, okay, cool. That's not really the thing that's going to, like, if we focus on that, we can get you that. But that's not really the thing that's going to get you the best results or that's not a thing that's going to actually get you there uh yeah i've had like different kinds of situations that are similar to that where someone's focusing on one thing and wanting to do one specific thing and i'm like i don't think that's the best decision <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and then they might not like my answer but hey i'm just 
given the truth. Um, yep. Why can I hear myself talk? I don't know. What about now? Hello? I can still hear myself talk. Did you change something? Oh, that's so weird. Oh, wait, hang on. No, I'm, no, I'm back again. It's all good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there was something echoing on your end, but it's fine now. Very strange. I turn um, on my speaker sometimes and I'm assuming that gets into my microphone, even though it doesn't for like literally any other software apart from this software that we use for podcasts. So if you hear yourself, just hold up a stop sign or something and then I'll mute myself so that okay. <laughs> if you have, happen to have this is so distracting when you can hear yourself, when you can hear yourself talk, like, oh my God, it just totally throws you off. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, that person sounds weird. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop talking over me. <laughs> um, yeah, so like for instance, I have one client who when she first started um, coaching with me, we uh, she was coming from a place of eating like 3,000 calories on average. And she was someone who was very, very active. So she needed plenty of fuel. She wanted to lose weight. That was the, uh, the goal. Um, but it was just like the the food that she was eating wasn't giving her as much nutritional benefit. So she was craving more and more of the empty calories and not really getting the benefits out of it. Anyway, she was, she then ended up, I, I brought her down to like 2,500 just to get her used to eating slightly less. And then back down to 2,300. Um, I mean, she was really, really scared to go down in calories because she was scared she was going to bounce straight back up. But once we got her eating more nutritious foods it was fine but they got a point where like her weight was going her weight was gradually coming down like fluctuating up and down slightly but the end result was like a steady decline and uh, there was a point where she was saying to me I think it was just after like two or three days of like fluctuations where she wasn't seeing anything go down again and she was just like so I think we should cut calories again and I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, I, th I think we should. Like, I think, um, I think like, because she was getting really hooked on seeing the numbers go down. And I was like, I don't think we should do that. I was just like, and here's why. And I was explaining how, like, just give it time. Like, although your weight is going to fluctuate up and down, like, just it's going to level out. It's going to come back down again. You've got to trust the process. Like, there's plenty of us plenty of things for us to focus on before we start putting you in even more of a deficit where you've come from being in a really low deficit and then bouncing back up again so let's just be really gradual with this so you can get used to it and then after having a conversation with her about it she was just like yeah I think my decision of wanting to cut again was just really emotional she was like I feel like that was a real emotional decision I was like yeah I think it was <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then when we kept her on where she was at she was so much more she would she saw the numbers gradually come down again like going up and then coming down gradually because she was weighing herself every day and she was just like oh yeah okay this is what you mean by trusting the process and I was like yeah yeah exactly so <laughs> That's just like one example of someone like thinking that in their head, they're like, oh, in order for the numbers to keep going down, I need to like put the deficit down even further. And it's like, no, it's not necessarily always the case. Um, but yeah, I do have a, another client who like has uh, an extremely busy lifestyle. Like she has got a manic work life um work-life balance I'm so fucking white <laughs> <laughs> i am like an elf at the moment 
<laughs> the sun is yeah. just beaming in and well, I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I don't have that because I don't have the sun coming in. But, wow, it's bright where you are. You, it's like getting dark here. Yeah. That's – um. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm just going to chuck my blind down so I don't look like I'm from fucking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> probably going to look even creepier. But I'm just going to do this. How's that? Whoa. That's all right. That's better. That's all right. We love vampires. Proceed. Yeah. Uh, right, where was I? Yeah, so my other client, she's got an extremely busy lifestyle. Uh, and one thing that we're seeing crop up consistently is her sleeping habits and us trying to come to an arrangement where she's happy with her sleeping arrangements is um, <laughs> we're still working on it. Um, so, so, like, I think this goes back to previous things previous podcasts where we've spoken about like doing the shit that's good for you and why you're not doing it um mm -hmm. yeah I have clients where there's this like discrepancy where they a lot of the time the shit that's good for you you don't really want to do and it can get really uncomfortable um and so I have plenty of like difficult conversations with people where it's like I know this isn't something that you want to give up or like change but you're going to benefit so much from it. Like sleep is one of these things where it's like the basic thing that you want to fix straight away. Because if your sleep isn't there, you're just, your whole life isn't there. You're just, your cells aren't functioning properly. So how are you going to function in your day-to-day -day life, right? Hmm. So yeah, like whenever someone gets touchy about sleep, we just need to be patient and <laughs> take our time with working on it. Not throw anyone in the deep waters, but yeah um I have difficult conversations like that but nothing exactly the same as you but yeah there's always but this is why we're here right because we're quote unquote experts I, I don't personally think I'm an expert but you know what I mean we're like the ones to yeah. guide people and so when people are lost in figuring out what they need to do we're able to like help guide them to actually you're focusing potentially on the things which are not going to get you the best results let's go down this different way, think outside of the box, and you might find that things start changing more dramatically yeah. if we do something different. Yeah. Those calls are always, they're always hard, but they're always fun to be like, just like a mark in time to be like, hey, remember when we said this thing and you didn't want to do it and now it's paying off? It's, it's like a, a little bit of a, I told you so. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, <laughs> say that. yeah. Like, what do you think was the change? It's like, well, getting my sleep in order. Hmm. Interesting. That's so crazy. I feel like we've spoken about that before, but it's all you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the people that they're like, oh, I think my like hormones are out of whack. And obviously apart from like getting a blood test and all this stuff, but like, I think my hormones are out of whack and I just like, don't have any energy. Don't have this, don't have that. And I go, how's your sleep schedule? And they're like, hmm. What do you mean? I'm like, well, sleep can have a massive impact on your hormones. Can it? I'm like, yeah. So, you know, let's get get the sleep sorted and then we'll see what happens from there and maybe things are going to start regulating. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And then we get that sorted and they're like, okay, I don't think it was my hormones. I think I was just cranky this for yeah, the past three years. <laughs> it's so true. And like with, with sleep again, like how you're focusing on the wrong thing, people might think immediately like, oh, I'm eating too much, so I need to be in a calorie deficit. Quite a lot of the time, that is the case. Maybe that's the direct thing that you feel like you need to work on. But if your sleep isn't there, you're going to consistently be hungry and hungrier than normal. 
and you're gonna crave foods that are gonna make you like dip um like uh fluctuate with your energy levels throughout the day so if we can just combat the sleep issue then most likely you won't want to crave some of those foods as much which then in turn will lower your calorie intake anyway so again there is Mm. like that's where people think okay i need to put myself in a calorie deficit but i'm really struggling to do that it's like hurting my soul to do that because i'm just so hungry all the time and then when they think about oh let's fix the sleep that didn't even didn't even cross their mind so that could be related yeah and then when they do it they're like oh funny yeah (laughs) i feel better can't tell you how many people have like signed up to the transformation program and one of the things that they're like I don't want this to feel like a chore. I don't want to have to like track calories and go super low and then do this and lose my social life. Like I really just want to be able to lose weight, but not like I did before. Mm -hmm. I go, cool. That's the number one thing that we do. So Mm -hmm. I'm completely fine with you saying that. But when they bring it up, they're like, oh my God, they're going to chastise us. They're going to yell at us. They're going to abuse us for wanting to like do it. I believe the right way, but you know, who's to say what's right and wrong these days perspective. (laughs) So sustainably, I'll say I'll do that. I'll get myself out of quicksand and stay sustainably. (laughs) But yeah, the surface is where a lot of people tend to live. And obviously we go for the deep root cause and we're just like, well, if you get rid of this thing, like for example, if you get rid of gym anxiety, well, then you're going to be able to get to the gym consistently, probably sleep better. Your energy is going to be regulated. You're going to build more muscle and you're probably going to start losing fat because now you're creating a better energy imbalance. Mm. You go, oh, fuck. Whereas a lot of people with that, they go, if I could just be consistent, then I will kill it. Then I will smash it. And then I'll do all these things. Like, cool. So like, what is consistency for you? Oh, probably five days a week and do this and that. Cool. What's stopping you from doing that? I don't know. I just uh, miss a day and then, yeah, it's just downhill from there. Cool. Do you feel like you're doing too much? Oh, probably, but then I won't get results if I don't do too much. It's like, well, you're already not getting results by doing too much because you end up in the grand scheme of things across 12 months, end up not end up doing too little because you're burnt yeah. out. You go yeah. hard for one month and then take two months off. And then if you do that across a year, you've got three months on, nine months off because yeah. you're burning out too quick. What if <laughs> we what did? If? <laughs> what if? And hear me out on this wild concept. We did three days a week and we just did light whole body stuff that whole time. Did some stretching, felt good. If you want to go to four, we can do that. But I have I have sort of like a weird policy with myself and my clients for if we are going to make adjustments, I want one more week with that person being as consistent as possible before I make changes. For example, like nutrition. Sorry, that was a weird, sorry, that was a really Looks like you heard the voice of God. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know there was an earthquake the other day. Yeah. I heard this really weird noise that kept going, and I was just like, oh, my God, is that another earthquake? But no, sorry, just PTSD from the other night. <laughs> PTSD <laughs> from that time your chair fell over. <laughs> Did you feel the earthquake? Nah, slept straight through it. And then everyone really? was talking about it. And I was like, huh, 
Crazy. I actually, funnily enough, I woke up about 20 seconds before the earthquake happened. Like I was passed out. I was in bed by like 8.30. But like I woke up at like 11.35 or something like that. And then I looked at my phone, looked at the time. And then I was like, oh, God, I thought it was like two o'clock in the morning. And then suddenly there was this like giant rumble and everything started shifting. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> my meditation is amazing. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's okay. I'm getting absolutely blasted by this fucking thing. So Yeah, I can hear myself talk as well. Yeah. I think we're going to have to figure out a different time for the podcast because same day same time same sun position it's gonna ruin me <laughs> yeah but i'm gonna be in the uk soon so we'll have to change it that's fine that's i think Absolutely. that's gonna work i'm gonna say probably yeah. but yeah. we'll figure it out uh but yeah figuring out what people actually need to focus on and yeah instead of staying at that surface level if whoop, there we go Instead of staying at that surface level, if people are willing to go a little bit deeper to just say, like, why and why not, I feel like people are going to come up with a hell of a lot better answers of what they need to focus on to be able to improve their life instead of if I could just be this or I wish I had more time or if I had more money. We don't, I don't know about you, I don't really care about ifs. I care about whens and what's. Like, when are you going to do this? What are you going to do about it? As opposed to if I could just be consistent, if I had more time, ifs don't really matter because they don't exist. Like, well, no, they just cause more anxiety because you're wishing for something to happen which you can't, which is out of your control. Mm. Like law of attraction and all that stuff. But law of attraction is taking action on top of that to be able to say, I'm so obsessed with this that I'm going to take action that aligns with me living that lifestyle that's how people end up getting it but mm. um yeah give me give me the what's give me the when's i don't care about the ifs because if it was that easy to be able to say if i had this and then it happened we'd be out of a job everyone would be millionaires and i feel like currency wouldn't even be a thing because we just all yeah. be that rich and wealthy and it would be a whole thing so yeah if you're someone that is struggling with the I don't know like where to start or what to do or anything like that. Go deeper and figure out what is the thing that is holding you back. Don't focus so much on like what I would like to do. It's good to have goals. Don't get me wrong. But pretty much every single person that is coming onto the program, they are saying, here is my goal, but I just can't get there. Like, cool. What are you doing to achieve that? At the moment, nothing, which is fine because a lot of people have previously done a shitload of diets and different things. Most of them, pretty much 98% of them, have never done a program like this where it flips everything on its head and it says, weight loss is going to happen. Don't worry about that. Remove the stress and anxiety from all of that shit. Let us worry about it and stress about the numbers. I just want you to focus on feeling as awesome as possible by getting your sleep and getting your circadian rhythm or meditating or whatever it is going to be for that person. Building a program out around where they struggle as opposed to what they want because every other program out there has done exactly that. What do you want? I want to lose weight. Cool. Full stop. That's it. This is how you lose weight. And that's where people think they know what they need to do, but they just don't do it. But what they need to do is what they need to do to lose weight. 
oddly enough, I just made a TikTok about this. It's sitting in my drafts. But <laughs> what they know that they need to do is what they need to do to lose weight. But it's what? not what they need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love the title. Have you seen the title of this recording? <laughs> <laughs> That was like subliminal messaging. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I was trying to come up with a topic for today and I was like, you know what? Laura's probably just going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we did it. Um, <laughs> so British of me. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? With a capital O. <laughs> so when people say, I know what I need to do, but I just don't do it. I know what I need to do typically means to lose weight. I know what I need to do to lose weight, but I just don't do it. When it comes to actually improving your life and getting rid of those problems and overcoming the adversities and triggers and all of that fun stuff to be able to make sure that you not only lose weight, but keep it off and feel awesome. They don't know what to do or even how to start with the mental and emotional barriers. So what I need to do, or like, I know what I need to do all of a sudden becomes, okay, I need to come up with a better plan. I need to come up with where do I start to get rid of this problem? How do I start feeling better? How do I start being happy? How do I find the joy in things? Those type of things that create momentum, because obviously when an object is in motion, it stays in motion. Physics. Being able to create that momentum is how do you get out of where you are at the moment? Because... It's all well and good to be like, oh, I'm in quicksand and I'm drowning. And in a few minutes, this is going to be way too much and overwhelming. If I could only get to that tree over there, I'd be safe. It's like, cool, doesn't exactly solve the issue that we're in at the moment. How can you get out of the quicksand? What is around you that you can use at the moment? Like, what is the capacity that you have to be able to pull yourself out of this? Mm. Focus on getting out of the quicksand first so that you can then go, oh, cool. Well, I don't even need to get to the tree now because... Now I'm out of the quicksand. Now my problems are solved. Now what do I want to do? I don't have to be like, oh, if only I could get to the tree. Now I can focus on walking and having an awesome adventure and all that fun stuff. Insert synonym for Lord of the Rings here. So that's what I mean by have a better focus. So many people are focused on if I could only just like lose weight or get out of the quicksand or get to that tree but they're not really focused on what is it going to take for you to get out of where you are at the moment? What's it going to take for you to take action on where you are to solve this problem that is actually holding you back? Mm. Yes. I think this is a really important topic, actually. Why can I hear myself talk again? Hello? Okay, that's better. What was that? <laughs> well, I have to mute myself because I've got the, I've got the speaker like here and then the microphone in front of it. And it normally never picks it up. But for some reason, it just, I think that's what's happening. Because oh, when weird. I mute myself like this. Hello? Hello? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you can't hear yourself. So I'm assuming it's my microphone. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I could just hear myself echo when you switched it back on again. Weird. Cool. So anyway, okay. um, yeah, sorry. Important topic. Go on. Uh yeah, no, I think it's a very important topic. I think that's where most people go wrong with, not wrong, but like they get lost with not just weight loss, just anything in life, really. If I think about like 
you know, we're very good at problem solving when it comes to this topic. But if I look at problem solving another topic, which I'm not familiar with, I kind of catastrophize and I get lost in like and overwhelmed with like the thousands of things that need to be done. I mean, just Google searching um, like optimal health, like how to make yourself healthy or like um, things to do in the gym to make yourself look a certain way or feel a certain way. Like there's 10... 10 gazillion answers different answers to get from a to b and then you're like well which one do i do like what what do i do this is stressing me out there's just so many things it's so confusing should i go on keto should i do paleo like should i go in a calorie deficit but also like not eat carbs at night like what the fuck i don't know so (laughs) (laughs) like i totally get why people are confused and you can't necessarily see the like sometimes you just need an outsider to be like, okay, let's just get this all out on the table, understand your current lifestyle, your current um, like situation. And let's try and figure this out together and devise a plan. Let's just take it step by step. Let's not overthink it. Um, And like, I've needed help with that, not necessarily in this regard, but in other contexts where I've needed someone to be like, can you please just like walk me through the steps? Because I don't know how to do get from a to b um so yeah i think you know that's why we're here that's why we're able to help people but if people can do this themselves and listen to this podcast and like take the power into their own hands and not require us that would be awesome um you know just get yourself a pen and paper write down what the issues are like what everything uh you feel like you need to consider and just figure out what's the easiest thing you can do right now just pick one thing and just focus on that And then once that's organized and sorted and you feel like you've got a handle of that, then move on to the next thing. And you might find some of those things in that list will disappear because you focused on those little things at the start. I love that. I don't think we're going to put this podcast out. It's going to be way too valuable. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we're just going to sign up for us. (laughs) We fucked ourselves. That's what we did. (laughs) Sorry, we're too helpful. Uh, Please make sure to ignore everything that we're saying here. And sign up anyway so that we can take your money and help you do it anyway. Yeah, we're talking bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, listen to us. It's, it's a lie. It doesn't work. It's, it's, it's kidding. I was kidding you. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a it's a good thing to focus on. The, um, the question off the back of that when you said if you Google search, like, what is the best diet, obviously there's going to be, like, keto, paleo, Mediterranean, do this, do that. There's going to be millions of things. What do you say to someone who's in that spot of insane overwhelm to be like, I just want to lose weight and I need to know like what diet to do? Like, what should I do? Well, I try and get them out of the idea that there is like one specific diet for them um, and that it's not about doing a drastic change like that. I feel like that is such a like, um, the more specific you go, the more difficult it is to stick to it and make it fit your lifestyle, right? So going paleo, going keto is so different to what your current lifestyle is. How are you going to manage that with your social life, with the work stress, family stress and stuff? So I just step away from those diet styles. Someone wants to go to me like, I want to like, maybe I should try keto or something be like, let's not do that. Like that seems like a really drastic change and maybe it'll last a couple of weeks, but 
what's going to happen when this happens or this happens when you go to like your friend's wedding that's coming up in a couple of weeks or you're going on holiday. Um, we want something that's going to be sustainable for the rest of your life. So if that means that we take a quote unquote suboptimal choice, like say for instance, keto is the, uh, it's the answer to all your questions, but it's only going to last you two weeks. So it's not going to be the answer to all your questions because it's not going to get you long lasting results. So let's pick something that you might think is suboptimal, but it's actually going to be more optimal for you, which is much simpler and last a lifetime rather than two weeks. Yep. I like that. I do the, I always ask the question like, when someone brings that up to be like, what's the best diet? What should I do? What's this? What's that? I go, what's your lifestyle at the moment? Usually the next question is like, what do you mean? So it's, do you eat carbs at the moment? Do you eat pastas? Do you eat vegetables? Like what does a, what does a day of nutrition for you look like at the moment? And then they typically run me through like what they're doing and I go, cool, do that. If you want to pick a diet that suits that obviously if you're eating pastas and shit keto is out but if you already don't eat high carbs then you could pick something if you want to put a label on it and specify it to say this then go do that but i'm i used to be so like do this don't do keto don't do paleo don't do these things and now i'm very like what have you done in the past like oh, i've done all of them have they worked? No. Cool. Probably something else then. And like, ah, oh, hmm. Yes. Good point. And like, I can hear the smart ass in me coming out when I'm like, what have you done in the past? Has that worked? No, probably don't do that then. And yeah. it's like, well, <laughs> well quite often, but, quite often the things that don't have labels are going to be the things that are better for you. So if something has, oh God, I can hear myself talk again sorry trap um if something has a label like keto or paleo or um i don't know think of something weight watchers or whatever then that's going to be like um a marketable way of life that's outside of the norm of like how you norm you would like work in life or like function in life so it's going to be something that's specific and extreme to a certain extent so if it has a label on and can become a fad then maybe step away from that and do something which doesn't have a label on it and is more suited to your lifestyle yeah like the only time i ever put a label on something for the first time ever was when i was like hey beth i like you let's be fiancés let's let's get <laughs> let's do this let's be exclusive and obviously Aww. that is highly specific because <laughs> it's like, I like this and this is going to be sustainable and I want you around for the rest of my life. Boom. Chuck a ring on it, make it a label, do that whole thing. But that's about as specific as I go in life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Everything else. Yeah. It's just like, ah, fuck, we'll, we'll figure it out on the way. But yeah, you don't have to go as specific as you think because I feel like, tell me, tell me with, obviously your coaching and your clients, but the biggest thing that I do for a lot of people, not the biggest, but one of the biggest is removing that overwhelm and everything to be like, I don't care what you eat or how you eat or anything like this. Here's your calories, protein. 
I don't care if you come in at 3000 calories a day. I don't care if you come in at 1200 calories per day, just do whatever it is, track it and just bring awareness to how you're eating. And then after the first week, it's like, how did you go? And the person ends up coaching themselves by going, oh, I didn't realize that this had that many like fats in it, or this had way too many calories, or this was only 200 calories. I was getting hungry at about four o'clock. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Well, looking at my stuff, I'm only eating 600 calories for breakfast and lunch combined. And then I have 1200 calories at dinner and dessert. Cool. Do you think you could take dessert and like split the calories from that, put them in breakfast, lunch? Yeah, I could do that. It's just, there's no labels. There's no anything about it. It's purely just bringing awareness to stuff that you're already doing. And then the person ends up going, that felt not optimal and not great. Now that I know what's going on, I feel like I could probably do this. And then obviously if I don't know what the next question is, and that's why we're there to guide them, but it's removing all the labels, all the specificities of it, and just saying, what do you feel like you have the capacity to do? What do you want to do right now? And the answer for a lot of people that are signing up because the stress, overwhelm, anxiety is fucking very common is like, I don't know, I want to outsource it. You just fucking tell me what to do. And then it is such, I know that this is so annoying and I'm sorry if I've done this to you and you're listening. I know it is so annoying when you were like, you solve it, I'm paying you to solve it, you figure it out. And I go, sweet, what do you think we can do? (laughs) And just immediately put it back on the person. And then they go, oh, well, I could probably only do this one thing. Sweet, let's do that. And then it becomes so client-led with what they're wanting to do and have the capacity to do instead Mm -hmm. of doing what they've previously done of, I want to outsource all of this mental energy and everything. You just tell me what to do and I'll go do it. Yeah. Because they usually end up doing everything that their coach or trainer is telling them to do. And then that becomes way too much for their mental state anyway. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think a lot of the time as well, like they, the client will know, Sorry, can you mute yourself? Sorry. <laughs> God, that's so annoying, isn't it? Um, yeah, the client will know what to do. We just kind of get it out of them and it's good for them to actually lead themselves because then they're the ones with the power and that's what we want. They they are taking power of their life, right? So that's why it's important for them to kind of answer their own questions. But, you know, I have clients who want to do everything in one go like you said, you know, let's go to the gym five, six times a week. Let's do this and that and this. And then they just get totally overwhelmed. So we're there to just guide them to be like, okay, so you know what to do, but let's just take it step by step. So just pick one thing that you think will be good. Um, and then quite often it'll just bounce, bounce. It'll um, roll into, I don't know what I'm trying to say, Trav, but you know what I mean. <laughs> trying to sound it'll be like cotton candy at the carnival. It'll start with a stick and then the more that you just go around and then they eventually pull it out and it's a giant cotton candy thing and you go, wow, how did they do that with just sugar and colour? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we are the people that make cotton candy. You are welcome. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what you were trying to say there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You took the words out of my mind. I know. I've, I've got a gift. What can I say? Got a gift. <laughs> But we're going to call it there so that you can go do the things that you need to do. But, yeah, if you're listening to this and this helped out, take a pen, take a piece of paper, or you just write it in your notes or put it somewhere. 
what are you actually struggling with? Like, I know that you've got goals and I know that you have things that you want to achieve, but you're not going to grow to your potential. You are only going to grow to your constraints. So if we can work on removing as many constraints as possible, one at a time, then you will eventually start reaching your potential. But we need to get you out of your own way, get rid of the things that are holding you back so you can actually start to move forward. So what are the things that you actually need to focus on in order to get to where you want to go? What is holding you back? And then just go one thing per week or fortnight or however long it takes for you to get rid of that thing. So do that. And then if you have questions on that, or you want to be involved in it so that you can ask questions and they get answered on the podcast, go to the link in our Instagram bio and you'll find one there to join the Discord community. I really wish there was a time slot that I could be like, we play poker at 7 p.m. on Tuesday nights, but no. <laughs> we do not. No, there is a little button for that to play and I've considered asking people if they do want to jump on, but that's a whole thing. <laughs> I'll figure that out later. That's a trap thing. Uh, but yeah, if you want to get involved and be a part of the Discord community, you do not have to pay us to be in the Discord community. You can just jump in, enjoy all the value, get in, ask questions, hear them answered on the this podcast. There we go. Hear them answered on the this and actually take away a hell of a lot more value than just following on TikTok and Instagram. And of course, a lot of people don't know we have a podcast, which is surprising. Like a lot of people are obviously coming from TikTok, but most of them don't know we have a podcast, which is interesting. Um, so if this was useful, where I was going with that, if this was useful and you enjoy the content, feel free to share it to a friend or family member or everyone or on your own TikTok or on your own Instagram or on your own MSN. Just put uh, put a little thing from, from the podcast, <laughs> like song lyrics onto MSN. <laughs> oh Those are the days. Yep. Give them a nudge and then say, lol, sorry, didn't mean to do that, wrong person. But anyway, now that we're here, what's up? <laughs> the giant oh, yeah, so knock many on the times screen. that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I was a menace. <laughs> we all were. <laughs> Putting song lyrics in your thing. We all did it. People be like, who's that about? Oh, no one, man. I'm just edgy like that. God, I, wish I, I wish I could remember some of my statuses. God, that's so embarrassing. They'd be hilarious. I, um, I'm going to do a TikTok video of like super aggressive and it just being like, it's about time that you know who is going to coach you and who you are given a lot of money to change your life. And then it's just going to be like a Facebook status for me back in 2012 to be like, I'm working on a parody song. <laughs> Shittest things ever. I'm so it's glad so... that my, that my Facebook got hacked and everything got deleted. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Mine did too. Holy shit. I just realized, I just remembered that my last one got hacked. But my friend has screenshots from way back then because it was that cringeworthy. So we laugh about it every so often. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to get involved, uh, go to Instagram, get in the link in our bio or DM either Laura or myself, obviously at Laura MC Gould, G-O-U-L-D, or at The Fitness Genie, either one. And we can answer your questions and help figure out where you are and what to do to move forward. But otherwise, enjoy the rest of your week. Hope this was helpful. Share it if it was or else I'm coming for you. And uh, yeah. So enjoy your days, enjoy your weeks, and we'll see you in the next one. Farewell. <laughs>